What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. You ain't got to give a round of applause because you're already here. You know this now. I'm your host, Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges, along with my co-host, state your name, brother. Stephen City P. Watson, as you always know it. And together, that would make us the goddamn brothers. You goddamn right, you Yes. Oh, people, you're going to be pissed off on this one. Man. Yeah, man, it's an interesting dude, you know. Yeah, he got an opinion. And he's been sweeping the internet for a long, 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 long time. And it just hit a fever pitch all of a sudden. It's just like this year has been the fever pitch for this man. And it seemed like a lot of women, although they disagree with what he's saying, deep down inside they know he's not telling a lie. Mm -hmm. So it's some contradiction going on here. But tonight what we're going to do, we're going to clear up all that shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure everybody understand every point of view of this dude named Kevin Samuels. We're going to dissect it, pull it apart, put it back together, and make sure you understand what the hell is going on here. But before we do any of that, bro, what we going to do? We got to do something that we like to call Town, Town Hall, Hall Business. City people, what you got for the people? As always, shout out our usual suspects. Shout out our official DJ, my brother, my brother, my brother, JMC, and his brands, Daydream to Reality. He has his own podcast, Daydreams to Reality Podcast, World's Greatest Podcast, and Project X, all available on Woldair TV. Woldair. Woldair TV. Woldair. You can find him on YouTube. Woldair TV. As always, shout out our homegirl, Angelina Edwards, and our brand, Starlight Beauty and Apparel, because you know it's about to get warm. It's about to get a little humid outside. We're finally getting some breaks in the weather. Winter's right. almost over with. So you know you want to get fresh when it gets warm outside. Holla at a girl. Angelina Edwards for Starlight Beauty and Apparel. Angelina, listen, now I ordered a Louis Vuitton thong, okay? Now I'm going on the trip. Now, if you can't give it to me, if you can't bring, like, tell me something. Now, it's been in transit for a long time. Now, am I going to get my thong or not now? I'm not going to keep asking you now. You got to let me know what's up. This just got real awkward. Hey, man, it is what it is. But shout out to Angelina Skyline Apparel. Pick up everything that you need from a Nike sweatsuit. From Louis Vuitton Thermal to the bullshit that I was just saying. No, she don't, uh, she don't like do this. I just, uh, man. <laughs> but man. shout out to Angelina Skyline Jesus. Beauty and Apparel. Jesus Christ. Hey, just, yeah, are you not secure with your manhood? I, I, the vision in you and the Louis Vuitton Thermal is just... Well, first of all, I feel uncomfortable with you just saying that the word. The fact like that, that you just said that is traumatizing. <laughs> this ain't had nothing to do with me like that. I, I don't even know. Shout out to y'all, the viewers, to yeah, just tune in and heard that shit. Like, hey, it is what it is. Man. I need another drink on that one. Hey, I got a trip in, in a couple of weeks. So I, got to, I don't know no more. I got about to go to Ohio. Like, I don't want to know no more about what you're going to purchase. <laughs> Trying to get in the pool. As far as apparel, in Ohio, I can't swim in a hotel in the pool in Ohio. Oh, whatever. Right, listen, whatever. I don't even know what to say right about that. Right. But now. listen, I got a couple of people that I want to shout out. Go ahead, please. So shout out to the no forty podcast engines that you can catch the brothers podcast at. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the most biggest of the biggest of the biggest. So shout out to the iTunes where you can catch the brothers podcast. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to iHeartRadio. Shout out to I. Shout out to him. And shout out to everything and everybody that made the brothers worthwhile. Listen, we ain't number to Google away, people. We've been saying that for about three years now. But what I want you to do, I want you to go to Google and I want you to Google the brothers. That is T H A. B-R-U-T-H-A-S The Brothers And if you really want to get specific The Brothers Podcast You're going to get caught up on all of our catalog Because we damn near 100 shows strong now Yes 
a hundred shows strong. So we got a little skin in the game now. You can also get caught up on shows that wasn't the brothers, like Real Talk with Dante Chase Bridges starring me and this guy over here, okay? And you being radio. Also, shout out to WIAN with Kevin Mumphreys that put a little more skin in the game. So you can catch us in Nashville, Tennessee, where the Brothers Podcast is syndicated. So I want y'all to get in tune, understand what's going on, look up your boy, look up this boy, and then come back and enjoy what we about to talk about, man. Because we all we talk some shit. Oh, we talk some shit. Man. City P, man. You got anything else to say to people? Man? I am pretty much ran out of things to say. We got our people filing in. As always, shout out to our viewers for tuning in each and every week. The people who catch the show on replay. People who catch it on this man's watch parties. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We always want y'all input. Like I said, we are trying to make this more and more of an interactive show. So we are starting a more of an initiative to get people more involved in our show. If you got some questions, commentary, if you want to call in, which you now have the option to call in Please inbox me or him And we'll set you up on the time frame to call in Or if we do it right You can get y'all on video Because we got that option now mm-hmm. So put that on video we, You can join us live on the show And have our have your opinion Discuss with us, politic with us You know I think that's all we got This nigga said I look like Dr. Umar Johnson in the beard That was <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was hilarious. I, I mean, you got to get credit when credit was due. That was I mean, funny. Yeah, I mean, that was funny. Yeah. You look like the Diggum Snack Frog, but that was well, funny. It is what it is. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit, motherfucker. Battle told ass nigga. Okay, listen, people. You saw that on a throwback uh, that I had on my wall. You've been looking like a Battle Toad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you and Troy look like Battle Toad. Troy Simpson. So shout out to Nebula 5. So support yeah. the. Boy. Oh, yeah, God, that's our brother Nebula 5. Support the homie. Troy Simpson at Nebula 5, man. We're talking about choreography. We're talking about photography. We're just talking about everything creative. If you got a video that you want to shoot, or if you just want to get some creative consultations, mm-hmm. shout out to Troy Simpson at Nebula 5, man. Right now, he's roasting your ass if you said something about it. I, he know he looked like a, a goddamn battle He's toe. just roasting. He, you can't hear him, but the energy feel like he is heating you right now. He look like a slender Donatello. <laughs> he's, like, he's coming at your head. But all right. <laughs> That nigga got the most aggressive hairline I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, you know you talking with them. Hold me away from the zone you got on, boy. Boy, shout out to the cap toes shoes, boy. Don't make me take off my shoes, boy. Shout out to the cap toes, boy. Don't get like me. Be yourself. I would say take them off because it was snowing, but it's not snowing anymore. So, no, you're, right. snowing. so you're all good. Now, people. Listen, bro. What's up? I think it's time to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. So, tonight... We want you to take a quick second, get back into yourself, because we're going to talk about something that's been sweeping the internet, I would say, for the past year and a half. I mean, this has caught some some, 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 some rolling, and it's on the tracks, and not everybody is knowing a man by the name of Kevin Samuels. You know Kevin Samuels? Um, yeah. I know who Kevin Samuels is. Yes. Now, the thing about this man named Kevin Samuels is he has an opinion. And it is dealing with the way women should carry themselves. And not only that, the expectations they have about men. Kevin Samuels feels that a man should literally, literally be the head of the household. And a woman needs to understand that the only type of man she can get is a man that her value gives her. 
Okay? A lot of women don't like that, man. A lot of women don't like that, okay? Uh, now, I just saw something that I didn't know. What? Won't you read off that little stat that you just put so up right there? People think you have been questioning that whether or not Kevin Samuels is even what he preaches is. He's a high-value man. So we did a little Google search just to see what, when he shut, what, what was up. So according to Google, Kevin Samuels is estimated at a current net worth of 1214144 That's a lot of money for a YouTube show. Which is largely estimated on a salary income of 361261 a year. Mm. So if there is an assumption that he is a high-value man, this kind of proves it. So the man is what he preaches. He is indeed a high-value man. CDP, I want to ask a question, man. Okay. Now, the theme of Kevin Samuels is talking about high-value men. Mm-hmm. In your words, tell me what Kevin Samuels and you feel that this high-value man is. Because a lot of people, this shit is just, mm-hmm. this is the, the buzzword. Yeah, it's a new trademark. Yeah, of, of the that. year. High-value yeah. man. Well, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna start off in what Kevin Samuels' definition of a high value man. Now, people don't understand Kevin Samuels is a personal and corporate image consultant. Right. In his eye, in his eyes, a high value man is someone of a higher stature than the average person. We're talking about money. We're talking about cars. We're talking about suits. We're talking about luxurious lifestyles or semi-luxurious lifestyles. Everybody say luxurious. Being able to support others and yourself, being in charge of people, the stuff like that. Basically anything materialistic about being a high value man, that is what Kevin Samuels' expertise is. Because Kevin Samuels, like I said, is an image consultant. Because if you think about it, image. If you're going to be a high value man, you gotta look the part. Image, people. It's literally, now we're going to emphasize this. Image consultant. This is what Kevin Samuels is. The thing about image is this is what the front is. This is what you see every single day. Okay. Personally, in the energy of being a high value man, it's a little different. I mean, Kevin pretty much calls it the basics. As far as my concern, what it takes to be a high value man is a man is about his purpose. A high-value man is a person who has an initiative to do what he has to do to get things done. A high-value man is a leader. A high-value man is a a focused mind. A high-value man knows what he wants and goes after what he wants. He knows who he is and he knows what nobody can phase him. That's what a high-value man is. So if people... that's one thing that people seem to get confused when they talk here. Kevin Samuels talk on his show, which you see it on YouTube. I think it's like every Monday. Almost so every Monday. So every Monday you hear this show, and please ignore that, people. It's that that was an interrupt call. Are you sure? Yes. Sorry, guys. I told you schedule schedule your time frames, and we'll get you in. But you can't just randomly go, hey, I'm trying to turn, I'm probably on Kevin Samuels right now. On the real. Ain't no so, randos, people. Right, we don't do randos. You got to kind of just come in. So Take the proper protocol. Anyway, right, please. This is still a show now. I'm about to go, go, I see go what, ahead. I see, why we're in, I see why Kevin be mad at y'all. Yeah, because y'all just be doing stuff. Because <laughs> y'all just people. mess a format up because you want to do what you want to do. Right. Come on, uh, schedule time. Right. But anyway. So, if Kevin Samuels is the type of individual that goes and does image consulting, and he's also a life coach in life, especially towards women who are trying to seek high 
value men. Right. Now, this is the part of the story that has garnered the controversy. Would you, would you want to elaborate real quick? Or you want me to see something? Go ahead and talk to the people, man. So, in the pursuit of getting high value men, women have gone out to reach out to Kevin Samuels on his show specifically mm-hmm. or in his mentorship in order to find out what it would take to be to attract or lure in a high value man. And let's just safe to say that a lot of these women that have contacted him do not exactly fit the criteria. That's not the word. <laughs> I'm being nice about this. <laughs> because Kevin Samuels is blunt and very straightforward and to the point. Would you consider him to be rude? A lot of women consider him to be rude. You see okay. what I'm doing there? Yeah, I see. Okay, see, I see a, lot of women seem, a lot of women seem to think he's rude. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he's rude. What I think it is is that a lot of people have forgotten what it's like to have a brutal, honest opinion. Mm-hmm. I think we're now, and this is, we're, this is what we call the uh, example of the marshmallow culture, or in some ways, culture that's been effeminated. Right. A lot of women don't like his opinion because he kind of say he's a ruiner or dasher of women's hopes and dreams. But to be honest with you, Kevin Samuels is just keeping it real. He's telling you what it is or what it takes to get the man that you want. And unfortunately, a lot of women that come on to a call into his show seem to have a problem with accepting that reality, Mm -hmm. that they're not in that position to get the man that they want. And to be honest with you, this is an ever-growing saga and problem in the black community specifically because people don't know how to stay in their lanes. Stay in your pocket, people. So it's gotten to the point where it's almost gotten some heated discussions. There's gotten some very bad opinions being given about this man. They have people have come at him about his how he dresses, his how he sexuality. Looks, sexuality. That seems to be the scapegoat of every insult. Which is Oh, also, you're gonna get called gay if a woman's mad at you. She, which I'll find that hypocritical while yeah, she's, that she's gonna call you gay or bisexual she get too mad at you. It's it's just it's the inevitable Kevin. Yeah. So just go ahead and ride. Hugely it. hypocritical mm-hmm. and we will expand on that a little bit later. They have come at him about whether or not his net worth, his personal life, everything. So it's like they don't like his opinion. But the, here's the question. Is he wrong? That's true. Is he necessarily wrong? Of course, y'all, feel free to comment and chime in and, see, and give us your opinion right there. People, so. I got a way that we're going to do this today. So the way that we're going to do, I have broken down Kevin Samuel's top points. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through this because maybe some of you are not familiar with the guy, Kevin Sanders. So the first point that we're going to talk about is a point that he always brings up. And this is an interactive show. So, you know, please leave a comment. Please. Kevin Samuels always brings up a point about when women want what doesn't want them. Mm. For many particular reasons. Maybe the woman is over a particular age for the man that she wants. A high-value man making over $120,000. No kids and living by himself or on his own or whatever it may be. So, what I want to do is I want to open up the discussion about what do you feel about when a woman wants something that doesn't want her? Mm. 
and let's keep it on the Kevin Samuels vibe. So I'm gonna ask my guy, see, stitch, stitch, what's your name, nigga? Yeah, what, what's my name? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I wow. think it's Snip Snap Snap. Ran City P. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you, bro. What's up? What do you think about that? When a woman wants something that doesn't necessarily want her, because it actually happens more often than people think. Well, I think that when women hear that, it's obviously a debilitating and very stressful thing to hear because to be honest, women have a lot of high expectations about themselves and what they think they're worth. And Mm. that is what Kevin Samuels really tries to nail home. You're not in that league to be asking for what you're asking for. So let's be honest. What if we've heard from several women? What's the universal, the unilateral thing that women want? They want a man who makes six figures. They want a man that has a car. They want a man that has his own house. They want a man that's over six foot tall. They want six foot tall and physically in shape. Yes. And handsome. That could break the headboard. Yes. They want all that. That is right. their ideal perfect man. And where do they think they can find that man at? Any upper one percentile. Okay. Keep in mind what I said, the upper one percentile. So when women go to Kevin Samuels and he asks them, he breaks it down to you. He said, what did exactly do you feel like you, how do you feel you qualify? So guess what he does? He starts answering a, a, scene, a scene of personal questions. Not even really personal questions, just identity questions. For starters, how do you look on a scale of one to 10? What is your height? What is your size? What is your weight? Stuff like that. How many kids do you have? How many kids? Have you ever been married? Mm-hmm. Have you got to have a college degree? Stuff that vain stuff that you... It's not really vain, but stuff that you should know right off the bat mm-hmm. what it is. And he asked these questions. He even, described, he even explained it. He, I asked these questions because these are questions that it's impossible for women to lie about. Unless they don't see you on camera, it's impossible for you to lie about these questions. So this gives you a, prop, a way to properly assess whether or not how, how likely you are to get the man that you want. So how do you feel about that, though, man? What do you think about that particular question about women wanting a man that does not want them? Because I think that it should be sobering. Okay. I think it's a sobering ideology that women need to have about that because it's be real. He's telling the truth. Men who are of high value aren't going to just want any woman. They can have any woman, but they don't want every woman. They want a specific kind of woman that reflects them. So if you're a woman and you're seeking a high value man, Kevin Samuels is telling you the truth of where you have an honest shot, which chances are you really don't have much of a chance. Oh, okay. You just don't. And the thing is, is that women get pissed about that. They don't like the fact that they know they have zero chance. But let's be honest with ourselves. Women are self-sabotaging. Let's just be real about that. They are self-sabotaging in their ideologies and their moral ethics about approaching this or their their expectations of how they want to receive a man. Mm-hmm. They just can't do that. They can't get a man like that unless they're willing to put in the work from one. I got a perspective. What's up? Now, 
if you know me, I'm a little bit more of an analytical thinker. Mm -hmm. So I like to break things down with statistics and, you know, all different types of things like that. So does Kevin? Yeah, he does. He does. He does a good job of that. Mm -hmm. There's a such thing that's called opportunity cost. Now, if you study economics, you understand what that is. That's when how much you put into something outweighs how much you get back from that thing. So let's break this down as far as men and women. So let's say if you're 45 years old, you weigh over 280 pounds, you're five foot one, you don't have good skin, you don't have a good track record of having good relationships. That would be one side of the opportunity cost. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of the opportunity cost, it's the man that is going to be a well match for you. Now, this is why I feel that Kevin Samuels gets it right, because he literally, instead of using emotions, instead of using anything other than logic, he lets you know that if you have this specific trait of a woman that's overweight, a woman that has multiple, multiple upon multiple kids, a woman that might be over 45, a woman that has a bad track record of having either relationships or marriages, then your opportunity cost outweighs what you can give a man. So the type of man that you're going to get is probably going to be low on the totem pole. Right. And a lot of times what I feel happens is women sometimes have a delusion of the fact of who they actually are in the moment versus who they think they are in their head. Now, men have this too sometimes, but we're specifically talking about women because we're talking about Kevin Samuels. Mm -hmm. So when a woman feels that she is more or she should be treated in a way that maybe she's gotten it from an, a therapist, maybe she's gotten it from watching a particular movie or a family set of, or family upbringing, family upbringing yeah. and not realizing where she is in her life at that moment, that's where shit gets tricky. So what Kevin Samuels says is, listen. Take a real hard look at your goddamn life. Take a look at who you are. Take a look at the fact that you may be suffering from anger issues or bipolarism. Mm -hmm. You may be suffering from things that will not allow you to attract a man that is going to be higher than you in caliber. Mm -hmm. So knowing that you have to get your mind together and realize that what you may feel is settling may be exactly what you're worth. And what Kevin Samuel does is he does a great job of making you understand who you are. That's when we were talking about your size, yeah. your weight, yeah. because you have to understand who your consumer is. Men are physical creatures by nature. We look at what we want before we understand who you are or get to know you on a mental or spiritual level. So you can't get past the fact that if you are out of shape. If you are a certain height and a certain wave ratio, weight ratio, mm -hmm. all these things play a factor when somebody's getting to know you. Mm -hmm. So if you are delusional enough to feel that maybe your obesity or maybe your height or maybe your dress size or maybe the way you look or the way you carry yourself or your attitude does not determine the type of man that you're going to get. Then, like he always says, you're going to be the type of person that got a lot of goddamn cats in your future. Yeah. Because you're going to be alone. So, with this particular aspect, I agree with Kevin Sanders. Because this takes out all the emotionality, and this gets straight to the meat and potatoes. Like what we, are you? Yeah. Like we said, he is an image consultant. The first thing he's going to look at is how you look, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, 
And he goes from there. And he gives you a realistic ideology of what your chances of landing the man that you want. Mm -hmm. Which is, for most women who tune in, like we said, ain't really that great. Now, I'll give you a perfect example. If anybody has been following Kevin Samuels, what made him really go viral, especially to everybody that hadn't tuned in, Mm -hmm. he was uh, doing, I I would call it a micro-consultation of a woman that was from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And he said a line that just went through all the airwaves. He told this woman, you are average at best. Now, let's break this down. Why did he say she was average at best? And this is something that I want everybody to understand. Now, this particular woman owned her own home. Yeah. This particular woman was between the ages of 33 and 38. This particular woman made over six figures. Well, she made six figures, but she made over 110K. Mm -hmm. So she made in the top 10% of all African-American women in the United States. Right. Okay. But what she failed to realize and the delusion that sometimes happened, that your house, the amount of money you make, the amount of college degrees that you have Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with attracting a man. All that is irrelevant. And I can personally say that your degrees have nothing to do if I like you, nothing to do if I want you, nothing to do if I find you interesting. The only thing that a degree told me was you went to school for more than four years and you got a goddamn piece of paper. It said that you can come here for a consistent period of time and work until you get a diploma. That's all your degree has for you. But as far as in a relationship, it means absolutely nothing to most men. Right. Okay. Especially a high value man who really doesn't give a damn about that. Because nine times out of ten, if we're going by the definition that Kevin Samuel says, mm-hmm. a high value man is someone that already has this established. Right. So he's not looking for anybody to come in to be combative or competition or somebody that's going to challenge every single thing that he does. He's looking for somebody to come in on the back end to give support. Complimentary. Now, what tends to happen with a lot of college, especially college black educated people, but let's just say college black educated women, is that for four years, sometimes six, sometimes eight, we're fed this libertarian way of viewing the world that says that men and women are equal and we can do the same things at the same time, all the time, and it doesn't matter what our gender roles are. Right. You come out of there and you get into the real world of dating and realize this is just not how things work. Mm-hmm. And the woman that Kevin Samuels called average at best had a Big ass rude awakening when he told her that your looks, the way that you carry yourself, your masculine approach, because she was somewhat masculine in a way that she was being combative and argumentative back and forth, even though you called my show. Right. (laughs) This my shit. Right. But you're being combative and argumentative. So that approach. Even though she may have felt that she was an 8 or 9 or 10 because she had 110K in the bank and she had a college degree and had a house, she was actually on a men's scale 5 or 6, average at best. And that's the worst thing in the world for a woman to realize that there are 5 or 6. Because there's one thing he did mention is that there are sometimes that women don't put themselves in a realistic scale. In their own impression, they think they're higher than what they really are. So a woman can think they're in a 7, 8, a 7 to 10, and whatever. But as far as we're concerned, as far as a man who's a high value, 
they look at you and say, mm, you're about mediocre at best. Now, let's get on the equilibrium side of the game. Let's okay. try to balance this out a little bit. So, let's say a man. Because men have delusions of grandeur, too. Yes. A lot of men feel that they are... Uh, bigger and better or, or worth more or more value than they truly are, mm-hmm. you know? So what happens when a man thinks he's a high value man? He goes out into the world. Mm-hmm. What tends to happen to that man? I'm, I'm asking your opinion. Okay. So it depends on, again, we now have to go to the same evaluation process. And let's be honest, it also reflects on men, size, weight, uh, suit size, um, uh, Wait and uh, how do you look? So on and so forth. So when you're a man who thinks you're a high value and you don't look the part, yeah, I think you fall on the same spectrum with the women. You need the you need a rude awakening. The thing about I've also and I want to kind of bring this up. Okay. The thing about Kevin Samuel's approach and opinions that I will admit is a very dark corner that comes out sometimes. It's a little bit more of the incel corner. Okay. So there are a group of men that come out there who really don't fit the model of a high value man, but they're so toxic in their approach of women that they think what Kevin Samuel says applies to them. And they think it's like, that's exactly how I feel, Mm. which is not necessarily the thing, because even they are not high value men. They are pretty low on the fucking total pole. Right. What their interpretation of what a high value man is, is a lot of money. And if you're an incel, we were, that's what we refer to at this point, incel. You'll think because I make about eight, I'm sorry, um, five to six figures, I'm in that spectrum of being a high value man. So I should be able to dictate what kind of women I want. No, you're not a high value man. Hanging a high value man has to have a certain repertoire, a certain suave mystique about themselves that if you just sitting there talking about you making about $100,000 and you don't wash your ass on a regular basis every day, you don't comb your beard all the time, <laughs> you're wearing the same J's every single fucking day, wearing, you go to work at a bullshit ass store all the time, but you tell me I make, I'm a store manager making close to 100 three to six figures a year, then you're not really a high value man. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. You leave it or not. <laughs> that is a problem with some people in this world today. Okay. With the whole pandemic, there are still motherfuckers that do not wash their asses regularly. I see you out here, playboy. She Man, and that is traumatizing. <laughs> okay. That is traumatizing. You would think when everything is going on, you would practice better hygiene. But you don't. And you can't be a high-value man at any point until you start washing your ass regularly. Being real. <laughs> I'm being real. That's a huge part of being a high-value man. I think that's a huge part of being a human being. But, well, okay. <laughs> you know, but in, in 12. It's called hygiene, my dude. Yeah, I mean, everybody okay. needs to have that. But the point is, is that... When it comes to men, like I said, the incels kind of take the ball and run with it. And that's not necessarily the case. Kevin Samuels has even come after men who think they are high value and they drills them just as much as he drills the women. Now, this is something that I actually do give a shout out to Kevin Samuels about. And this is actually a dynamic that I deal with. Because there are some women, not all, but there are some women that may feel that Dante Chase Bridges, me, myself, that I'm hard on women. 
mm-hmm. that I put women in a box. I view women in a certain spectrum. But something that I agree with Kevin Samuels, because I can see it within myself. If you think that I'm hard on women, you should see how hard I am on man. You should see that I have zero tolerance for a trifling, uh, a man that will uh, not try to take care of his responsibilities, because I'm not saying that every man can, but try to take care of his responsibilities. Ignorant, low life, a danger to his community type of dude. It is no comparison how I am with that particular type of man. And if you watch the guy Kevin Samuels, you'll start to realize that you think he's hard on women. Mm-hmm. You should definitely see how hard he is on dudes because there's no it's we don't have a leg to stand on by being ignorant to the fact of who we really are. Mm-hmm. And as men, you get to know that real quick. There's a thing where women feel that men are not accountable. And I do understand on a certain interpersonal level, mm-hmm. but you got to understand when a man walks out of his house, especially a black man, he is accountable from the day he, from the moment he leaves his house to yeah. the moment he gets into his car, from the moment he gets into his car and could get pulled over by a police officer that's just having a bad day mm-hmm. and want to take it out on him to the moment he gets to the grocery store and the white clerk doesn't want to touch his hand to the moment he gets to his job and the covert racism will not allow him to get a promotion. And his masculinity will not allow the white co-workers to feel that he needs to step up the ladder. So he is constantly in accountability of who he is. But this is something that I feel that black men and black women disconnect from. But the guy Kevin Samuels does a good job of explaining and telling you, if you're ready to listen, that men get treated much worse. Right. Than the opinions and the sometimes facts that Kevin Samuels is giving to these females. Right. And the thing about it is, is that men get treated worse. Like you said, we're held to a higher spectrum of accountability every single day, no matter what it is. We are responsible for our livelihoods. We are responsible for our incomes. We are responsible for our careers. We're responsible for all of this. And then now you want to top it off. The women that we have in our lives that we have to take care of, the children in our lives that we have to provide for, we have to. We are held to such an accountability spectrum; it is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing about that. So when it comes back, let's drop back a little bit to the women's side. If you're a man, a man of high value, and you are responsible for all of this. Do you not think for a second that you should get a little bit something that you want out of the situations that you're in? So in this case, when it comes to women, if you're a high value man, do you not think you afford the right to be a little bit picky about the type of women you associate yourself with? That's true. You think for a second that you deserve the right to say, I want this kind of woman? Mm-hmm. Do you not think that a high value man should be able to have whatever woman he desires, despite what anybody thinks? And there's a certain type of woman, a certain perception, a certain look, a certain vibe that a woman that he wants. 
So let me ask you a, a question, and this is for the viewers out there. So if you're a man, because men are more judged by what they tangibly bring to the table. Mm. Women are more judged by what they intangibly bring to the table. So what I mean by that is if a man has a house, a car, and he makes a decent wage, that's kind of what he's judged by first. Now, mm. of course, he has a, a personality and a mm -hmm. spirituality and emotionality, but he's judged by that first. Women, do you think women are judged as harshly by their intangibles as men are judged by their tangibles. No, because here's the reason why. A woman's intangibles are not resources. Okay. Men's tangibles are literally that, resources. So you can have a woman that can love you or is down for you and is loyal to you and can cook and can clean and can do all that. But if it's not something that's going to be able to make sure a roof is over your head and it's something that your kids can be fed off of and it's not something that can keep the ball rolling in your household, if you can't get none of that out of the intangibles from a woman, then to be honest with you, there's not a lot of work value there, mm. especially to a high-value man. A high-value man wants somebody that's going to know their role in this situation. And like he said before, like what Kevin Samuels has said before, love ain't got shit to do with this. No. Not at all. Not at all. This is about what your role is and what you plan to do. Love comes afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of women don't like or don't really get because they like to think that they're an exception to this rule almost Matter of fact, every woman likes to think they're an exception to the rule. They think that, well, I'm different than every other woman. I'm not like every other woman. Not really. You're not. You're not different than any other woman. Because otherwise, you would have had that man by now. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. You're not like every other woman. You're not like... You're not... Bring it me. home, Steve. Bring I'm it sorry, home. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have these moments. We have these moments when we try to overthink. Bring it home. <laughs> we have these moments when we try to overthink. God damn. Okay. <laughs> we are, women are not as unique as they think they are. Everyone is about the same when it comes to the same. Because you're always targeting the same kind of man. And the man. So look, a little quick example of the stats that Kevin Samuels brings up. When women say there are no good men out there in the world, he likes to reference the fact that 51% of Black men in the world are single without children. Mm -hmm. Out of the 51% of those, 63% are in the middle class, which means there are men that are literally single and available that meet the, somewhat of the criteria of what women want. The only problem is, is the income. Some of them, they don't make six figures and that seems to draw women away from them. Mm -hmm. And that's actually very, what's the word I want to use for this? I have no idea. I'm not in your brain. This is I'm trying to say, I'm thinking to myself. Um, vain. Very, very vain. Because here's the thing about that. Women have gone on record saying that I can't get a man like that because that means I'm settling down. Mm-hmm. Do you not understand that what you're doing at that moment is that you're putting down that 51% of men who are single and available or in the middle class by saying, I don't want to settle? A good point, good point. So if you're saying you don't want to settle, then what man looks at that and says, what the fuck am I going to do with her then? Well, one thing I think we need to do, I think we need to basically reclassify what settling is. Because when you say the word settling, that 
kind of has a connotation of you are on a higher level than the man that you are settling for. Right. And this is when I was making this prior point. This is where the delusion comes in. Mm. The delusion comes in where you feel that you are worth more than what you really are. And one thing you have to understand, any relationship you are in is a mirror. So what you are bringing towards you is exactly what you are. So if you're bringing towards a man that has nothing, that has nothing going for himself, has no ambition, then on some innate level, this is who the hell you are. So right. you're not settling. You're attracting exactly what you are at mm. that particular moment. Now, it could change. It could get different. Right. It could... um. It can it can it can go <laughs> it can go left, it can do all of these things. Mm-hmm. But you're not settling, okay? Right. So instead of just poo-pooing what Kevin Samuels is saying, you need to shift your perspective, really research some of these words like settling, high value, who you are as a person, to realize what you bring to the table may be very minute that the thug named Jojo or Ray Ray is the only thing that you can actually get. That's actually in your energy. That's actually in your frequency. And one thing that Kevin Samuels really does preach on and during his sessions when people call in, well, mostly women who do call in, he makes it very loud and clear. Accountability is the biggest thing about this situation. Mm. Women have to understand that a lot of the decisions when it comes to the men that they pick is a reflection of who they are, like you said. You have to understand that if you make a bad decision, it is on you. You only get what you deserve. So if you come to a show and start crying and complaining about how there's no good men in this world, but you've had men in your life before, then let's be honest, you made some bad decisions and now you're single again. Mm -hmm. Or you're left alone, or you're in an awkward position or an awkward situation that you didn't plan for and you kind of want out. Kevin Sanders just basically tells him, look, you made those choices. This ain't about men ain't shit and there ain't enough good men in the world. No, this is the men that you pick, which is surprising because this is what black men have been preaching about for years vocally. Now, I will say this, and this is something that I think really needs to be hammered home. We have got to stop making this a thing where black women have to put down black men to other people and races. This is a thing that has to stop. This is the the post-pseudo-feministic, womanistic world that has been bred in, which Kevin Samuels has also elaborated on. This is the world that we live in where you go to these colleges you go, you raise these women up. You go to these workplaces. And a lot of these women go out there and they insult the men that they deal with every day. Oh, this dude Ray Ray ain't shit. Oh, this dude Tyrone is trash. And all he does is one thing. And this is why I swear the men in my culture ain't shit. And these co-workers who are not in our race yeah. come to talk to other people of other races. And they go, well, you know what? Shaniqua over here at the workplace said... That black men ain't trash, and I ain't never dealt with black men in my life before. But I might want to take her advice. But I'm gonna take her advice and say, maybe she has a point. And that's the type of negative connotation that kills us every single day, and we can't keep allowing that. We can't. That has been setting us back. 
we have not been able to have a solidified ground in the black nuclear family for God knows how long because of this rhetoric. Mm -hmm. So what can we do? What can we do to stop this? And to be honest with you, I'm actually ashamed of us men. Mm -hmm. I'm actually ashamed of us men because it took somebody like a Kevin Samuels to finally have, in lack of a better word, had the balls to finally say what we should be saying a long time ago. We should be just being upfront and brutally honest instead of caping and catering mm -hmm. like we have done all the time to eventually try to get with these women. We have to get to a point where we need to just say, look, this is what I expect out of y'all. You're not giving me what I want. It's not going to work out. Now, bro. Go ahead. Where there's an up, there's a down. Yeah. Where there's an in, there's an out. Mm -hmm. Where there's a right, there's a wrong. Where there's one perspective, there's another perspective. Mm -hmm. So, although for the uh, bigger portion of the show, we've been agreeing with Kevin Samuels. Yeah. Now, I believe now it's time to critique some things that he does say. Because I don't 100% agree with everything that Kevin Samuels say. I don't 100% agree with anybody. Mm -hmm. But let's bring to the forefront so we can have a more equal, you know, equal show. Now, one of the things that I see Kevin Samuel do is he's, he's established what a high-value man is. Like I said, the 120K, uh, six feet or, or bigger, has a network, all those things. Mm -hmm. And he establishes that a woman has to be between, um, I would say, 100 and 120 pounds, 140 pounds, uh, have a dress size between zero and four, uh, be cute, keep herself together, and be able to be cooperative. Now, the one thing that I don't agree with Kevin Samuels is, is that when you present these tangible things, you create what we call a performance-based relationship. When you have a performance-based relationship or a transactional relationship, mm -hmm. the relationship can only go as far as those tangible things can take you. So when you run out of those tangible things, whether the man runs out of money, is now homeless or broke or needs to re-up, or the woman for some reason, maybe she gets pregnant and she puts on 30 to 40 pounds and she doesn't have the physique anymore that she used to have. When you run and when you base a relationship on only tangible, physical, and things you can see type of things, you are doomed from the start. And a lot of us, get into the habit of a what have you done for me lately type of relationship. We base everything on what is this person making me feel? What is this person making me feel like? What is this person literally doing for me that I can tangibly see? And we forget the whole spirituality side of this. And I believe this is what Kevin Samuels drops the ball because the spiritual side is the side when you get into a relationship where it gets bad, but you're able to focus on the fact of how did I cause this to get bad? What do I need to work on so that either this relationship gets better or I don't repeat this same pattern again? Okay. What do I need to put inside of my intangible list of things so that I can have a better relationship in the future? This is something that I feel that Kevin Samuels don't focus on. And even though he's speaking truth, if you base your relationship on money and looks, it's not going to go that goddamn far because money comes and goes and looks fade. So you cannot base it solely on this. Mm -hmm. And if it becomes the first and in in, in just a focal point, 
then what are you really building? Now, well, let me ask a question. Are you speaking more on as far as the men's side or the woman's side of these arguments? Now, I'm I'm not speaking on men or women's side. I'm speaking on the side in that, general? that Kevin Samuels is coming from a very tangible place when he's trying to put two people together. Mm-hmm. You have this amount of money. I have this amount of looks. Let's come together and create a union, whether it be marriage or a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, in between all that, do, does my energy vibe with yours? Do I actually like you as a person? What's your morals? Are you a person that's loyal or disloyal? And that don't always have to be cheating, but literally have my back when shit gets tough. Do you escape? Do you run? Do you have a quick cutoff switch? None of this type of stuff gets evaluated when Kevin Samuels is trying to put two people together. And this is the things that make or break relationships. Everybody can get attracted to a nice Maserati and most men can get attracted to a fat ass. But after that fat ass drops and after that Maserati gets rusty, what the hell do you have? And that's something that I feel Kevin Samuels misses the mark on. He doesn't explain it. Because you can't just put two people together because physically it looks good. Because like I said, there are six ways that a person is attracted to each other. Right. So Kevin Samuels is literally going over two or three. Actually three. Number one, he's going over the physical. He's going over the sexual. And he's going over the social. Mm-hmm. But if you base a relationship on New Street aspects, you're you're building a house of cards. This is a house of cards right here because you forgot the emotional, you forgot the mental, and you forgot the energetic or spiritual. And that is the part that even if I don't like you at the moment, I'm still bonded to you. So you can't base everything on tangible assets or you're going to have a very performance-based relationship. Well... To a little, little pushback on that one, that's more so. I agree with you on that one. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But as far as Kevin Samuel's concerned, that's his expertise, though. Okay. That's his. That's his. That's his bread and butter. Those three tangible points you made: physical, sexual, and social. Those are where he stands. At. That's why he is an image consultant. This is what he gets paid to do. Right. He has to assess it based on those three parameters. Everything else is kind of more of a layered a layered scenario because he doesn't know that much about you other than what he has a first-time interview with you or a first-time consultation with you. So he doesn't know that much about you other than a physical appearance. Now, do you know the... I know you know this term. You, you give a person an inch, they take a mile, right? Yes. Now, Kevin Samuels comes off the gate and he says, I am an image consultant. Mm -hmm. So if he was being true to the fact he's just an image consultant, the only thing that he would talk about on his show is about how you look, how you dress, how you walk in the room, Mm -hmm. everything dealing with image. But the reason why I'm going to hold his feet to the fire on this is because he gave you an inch, but he's actually taking a mile. Because what he does is literally going into relationship counseling. He goes into matchmaking. He goes into energetic matchmaking. And a lot of times I feel that his specific understanding of this is not good enough for him to go into that. Now, true, he has an understanding of what a man really wants mm-hmm. just on a, like I said, a tangible physical level. Yeah. And he kind of understands a woman's mentality in a sense. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to literally bringing these people together, not just by how they look, yeah. but if they can have a little longevity in a game, 
the information that he gives women and men is a little skewed because it's all based on how I physically approach you and how you have the money in the cars and the clothes. And that's not going to get you no goddamn where. And I'm going to give a personal example. Some of my, uh, I'm not going to call them my best relationships, but some of my longest relationships have been at the point when I had absolutely nothing. When I was literally rebuilding myself. When I was coming back and I was literally just didn't have anything to offer. But it was connected on an energetic, spiritual level, mental level, as well as the other levels. So you have to have balance. And although I understand that he's an image consultant and I'll rock with him all day with that. And I like his content and I watch it because it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you don't have balance, your message is going to be skewed and you're going to start to lead people astray, even though you feel like you're doing people a service. So although I rock with Kevin Samuels in one sense, I do see the faults in how he can set people up for failure in another. I can see that but the thing is the problem I have with that statement is leading people astray as far as what though leading people astray to whom they weren't ready for love and exactly how is that nobody has labeled Kevin Samuels a leader though here's the thing about that and I say this to be perfectly honest with you I know this is a very regular ass statement to say but it's true nobody Kevin Samuels doesn't ask for these people to come to him. Mm -hmm. They choose to come to him. You can't label somebody as a leader who didn't ask to be one. All you did was ask for his opinion. He gave it to you. You didn't like it. You think it's a little bit too brash. You think it's a little bit too harsh. You tend to be a little bit butthurt about it and you lash out. That is not something that's really his problem. Mm. All you did was you asked for his opinion as an image consultant, as a life coach, and he gave it to you. He's not a life coach. Well, he's labeled as a life coach. But see, the thing is, he's given life co- coach information on a well, image the, consultant's mentality. But here's the thing. The life coaching has to come with a price tag. That he has made sure he's clarified that. You want to be a life coach, you go to his website, you book a session, and then you have to charge now. Now, what he says as a life coach is whoever it is is guess. So, right now, I guess you have a point there. So, we have to go by what basically he says is the image consultant. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you can't lead anybody if you didn't ask to be a leader. I got a little pushback on one thing you said. So, nine times out of ten, and I'll just do it with this analogy. There's a difference between the word command and demand. The difference between command and demand is when somebody demands something, they say, I am and you follow. The uh, difference with command is when you don't necessarily have to say, I'm going to lead, but because of the way you have your, 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 your vocale, the way that you talk, the way that you walk, the way that you present your information, just that it factor that a person has, people just follow. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say is because of Kevin Samuel's demeanor and how he, you know, shows himself. Mm. He has become a leader. He just didn't ask for it. And that's what we call commanding leadership and not demanding leadership. So Kevin Samuels, in all actuality, is a leader in the Red Pill Manosphere. And with being a leader, heavy is the head that wears the crown. So you become critiqued. 
people look at what you do and also people see if you're doing good, if you're doing bad, if it's balanced, if it's weighed on um, just entertainment or actually changing people's lives. And I believe that Kevin Samuels has a lot of it. Like, I'm not sneak dissing Samuels. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoy your content, too. Yeah, it's yeah. up on my YouTube uh, feeds all the time. Right. But I can enjoy someone's commentary without agreeing with everything or most or a lot of things that you're saying. But I still will give you your flowers and your respect due. It's a glaring, it's a glaring subject, bro. It's not well-rounded, but it does serve a purpose of letting people know that logically you got to understand that you ain't worth the man you trying to get. Right. Or man, you ain't got the money to try to be attracting this supermodel that you think you deserve. Right. You're delusional. So it does serve that purpose. I will give you credit because you did critique him on the correct way he should be critiqued is his philosophy and his approach of how he looks at things. So you do have a correct way. I don't agree with the people on social media who critique him who don't have a logical clapback for what he's saying. That's just trolling. Now now you're just going now, after his personal taxes, now, now you're his, just his money, his yeah. clothes, how he appears. That's rooted in butthurt energy. And I don't like trollers. Like. Well, I do troll. You, you troll. I troll. Yeah, I troll. I'm sorry. Well, it is what it is. Uh, I might be. I'm trolling some people right now. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm getting certain inbox messages. I'm trolling. That people. nigga got three burner accounts right now. Hey man, I'm a troll. <laughs> but the point is, uh, the thing is about Kevin Samuel. People like that, they troll. They make commentary because they can't handle what he's saying. And instead of you approaching it with some logic and some sense, you kind of go emotional. You see, that's the thing about his commentary. It sometimes riles up emotion. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that if you understand, if you, if you dial back the emotion, bring a conscious mind to the situation and understand where he's coming from, you actually can learn a lot. Yeah, it's easy to agree to disagree with things that he said or the approaches he has in life, but... If the approach in his life has garnered him certain levels of success, I would say he is worth somebody who is worth you should listen to. Mm -hmm. But it's also healthy to understand that you can agree to disagree with some of the points he makes. Definitely. There's definitely not, a, they're not saying he's a perfect person, but he has some very valid points. A lot more valid points than he may say he has negative points. Mm -hmm. It's just a fact of whether or not how you choose to take it in and accept it or not. Mm-hmm. So, good point, man. Yeah. And guess what, man? What's up? I think that concludes our show for tonight. People, we are more than appreciative of you coming in, joining in, dropping off your comments, saying what you got to say, whether you agree with us or not. Because like I said, man, you may disagree. Mm -hmm. You may agree. But the one thing we always be trying to do here, we've been saying this shit for three years. Yes. We've been trying so, to learn from each other because yeah. we all have different perspectives and we all come from different walks of life. And if mm -hmm. you have a perspective, yeah. please leave it and for the dude who called and didn't do what we specifically said this is the shit that we be talking about bro yeah so please follow proper protocol right please um, inbox first then leave your name we're gonna get back to you and then you can call all right yes please. but like i said this concludes this show man you yes, got anything to say to the people before we get up out of here always says thank you as always tuning in and understand that we are just trying to build the bridge to make this society work okay yeah. just because like and i know people say with well, him y'all do bag on women a lot trust me oh, especially black women we love black women we love like them to our, we love we love no other <laughs> 
okay? But the most important thing about loving somebody is that you still have to hold them accountable. Exactly. And that's really what it and is. And that's what we try to do. And sometimes we might go that far to the left, but trust me, we always try to come back and keep it a little more on the equilibrium side of the game. Right. Because like you said, we love black women and yeah. we all got to be accountable to get to that next level. Yes, yes. Okay. I got a shout out, man. So shout, shout out, out the organization, the Brothers Foundation, okay? Mm-hmm. Now we're making major moves. We got a lot of fundraisers coming up in the future, but right now I want you to give us, I want you to give us some prayer. Because we're going to Central State University and we're going to get this money so we can set up a pipeline for these young black men once they get out of high school to go directly to Central State University, one of many HBCUs that the Brothers Foundation is targeting in order to set up camps so we can get this mentorship so they can have a pipeline from high school to college to internships and to job placement so they can come back into the Chicago communities and do what we need and that is create a black economic floor. So please give a lot of support whenever you see the Brothers Foundation pop up on your screen